0: welcome to just floss it with jasmine capra hey
1: guys i'm jasmine a
0: registered dental hygienist there's
1: my teeth
0: traveler fashionista Ooh, la la. when she's not helping people with their smile she's making them smile <laughs> enlightening honest
1: funny i'm a cheese head. Duh.
0: this is just floss it with jasmine capra and you're listening to her podcast
1: all right, I'm back, everyone. This is Just Fawcett, and you're tuning in today to the Just Faucet podcast where I am bringing on yet another guest. Ah, uh, guess who's back, 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 back again, again, again? Jasmine's back, back, back. Bring a friend, friend, friend. <laughs> okay, that was a little much. Sorry. I, I'm i like hip hop at heart. I talked about this with Brush with Brit and um, like country on the outside. So, um, Sorry for that. I have no excuses. That is just who I am, and that is how it is. (laughs) With that being said, I'm really excited because right now my husband is on his way home. I haven't seen him all day. Our schedules are completely opposite, and right now I only see him on Sundays, which has been different for us before we were seeing each other every saturday and sunday and now with the changes in his job Now we only see each other on sundays, which is wild. Like I feel like I'm dating paul again Uh, Makes it that much more interesting And now I just have to keep myself busy. So today I went and got my nails done I did like an orange french tip. I'm really digging like these bright neon colors that are popping right now and the geometric designs. I've talked about it on my last podcast. Um, So my nail artist, her name is lynn.nailtech or something like that on Instagram. I am obsessed with her. She is so quick. She gets me and all I have to do is like bring a picture of my weird design and creation and she just brings it to life and I... And mind blown every time today I picked a little bit more of a simple design. I went with a very short nail, almond cut, or almond shaped, I should say. (laughs) And yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Um, I feel like a woman or a girl. Ooh la la. Because I, you know, at work, I don't really get dressed up. I maybe do my hair, put it back in a bun. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen me. I'm a hot mess. Um, I don't proclaim to be anything I'm not, so when you see me on my stories, I'm generally not wearing makeup, and you probably won't, you'll rarely see me in makeup at work. I just, I don't feel comfortable with makeup and the mask, and gosh, girls that do it, I commend you so much, because I just get so uncomfortable and like flustered, and just, it just doesn't work out for me. (laughs) Uh, Okay, but let's let's get this ball rolling. I have a special guest. I made a list of some interesting topics and questions that I'm going to ask her. But before I get started, y'all know that I got to bring up this sponsorship. And this is also sponsored by OrthoBuddy. Okay, guys, you know that in the last several podcasts, I discussed how you need to go hit that follow button on them. Their Instagram handle is ortho underscore buddy, and their website is www.ortho-buddy.com. I have definitely seen an improvement in my mom's hygiene. First of all, um, she gave me permission to say this, so she came in a few months ago, and I must say her buildup around her braces has just been little to zero. And why? Because of OrthoBuddy. And it is a toothbrush that is made specifically for traditional and lingual braces. My mom currently is going through the traditional bracelet, bracelet, bracelets. I meant braces. And she is just having so much fun from it, from picking the different colors to learning new interproximal devices that she can use. So trying OrthoBuddy was definitely at the top of her list. It takes 20 to 30 seconds to use with toothpaste. You brush above and below the wire on the upper and lower teeth, and then they follow up with your regular toothbrush, of course. Um, It can replace your Proxy, interproximal or even Christmas tree brush, and it is super easy, safe, and effective. And what I absolutely love is that they offer a lunch and learn. Well, they'll bring the product or they'll have you discuss it over you know, one of their platforms like, oh gosh, um, Zoom, which is really, really nice. And I love that they send you the product and you're able to try it with your patients, which is amazing. And you can even request a lunch and learn on their website, which I highly recommend because they come to your office, they give you a bomb lunch and you get to try the product. I mean, what more could you ask for? So give it a try, hit that follow button and let me know how you like them. My next special guest that I have invited onto the podcast has been one of my close friends friends since starting Jess Flossit, And I must say this is a unique friendship because this friendship did not start off meeting each other and you know, actual person to person. But we met each other through IG and Philips Sonic Care. Uh, there was a point where I was in their campaign and I absolutely loved being a part of it. Um, through that, I met some incredible friends like Tooth Fairy Zoe, that I last spoke to, also known as Zoe. Um, I met Dara. And now for this new, 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 new guest. So without further ado, let's call her up. Hello. Hi. Hi Jasmine. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you. How are you doing?
1: Good. I feel like we haven't talked to each other in so long. I was just telling the listeners how like we started this friendship off when I first started just faucet and yeah. I feel like out of all the influencers, I think I've grown the most The closest to you throughout the years and I'm so excited to bring you on here because I feel like I do know you more on like a personal Mm -hmm. level and more than through Instagram even though we've never met each other in person.
0: Yeah, no, that's totally true. I I remember following, when I first saw you, I followed you when you had like maybe two or three squares on your platform, and I I, I knew there was something special about you, so I'm glad we connected, and honestly, the internet brings everybody together, right? It
1: really, really does. Well, I didn't tell the people who I'm bringing on, so why don't you introduce yourself, your name, where you're from, and give us the whole chimichanga. (laughs)
0: I not <laughs> Well, my name is Rachel. I go under instagram as r d h Rachel and um I guess about me is I'm a dental hygienist here in Brampton, Ontario, which is in Canada. Um, Brampton's probably like 45 minutes from Toronto, so I'm not too far from the six. Nice. <laughs> and um, I've been practicing as a dental hygienist for 17 years now, so this is... Um, okay,
1: guys, let me just closer. note that she looks like she's 26 <laughs> years old. So if she's been practicing... How many years did you say? 17.
0: 17 okay she started when
1: she was like 13 then
0: (laughs) that's what everybody says there i can't even believe like when i it comes out of my mouth and i say i've been here for 17 years and i've been at the same practice for 17 years which is even more crazy so um yeah it's it's been a wild year oh (laughs) i'm sure (laughs) and are
1: you guys still in shutdown mode in canada
0: uh, no, we're we're back, and actually, they're lifting a lot of things a lot more. Um, the city that I'm in, in Branton, has actually been hit the hardest throughout the pandemic, and um, they they open up in different levels. So now we're up to level three, so we're able to go to movie theaters clubs are open restaurants we can dine in now so it's it's been good we can kind of live a normal life we still wear masks everywhere we go but other than even in practice like I don't know how it is out there do you wear N95 still?
1: Mm, Am I allowed to say no? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) so (laughs) i may get a lot of hate for this but no we do we are we've stopped wearing a 95 masks although i think a lot of people have so i'm not that ashamed to say no um but we are still wearing like level three face shields Uh um sometimes the gowns um but we've definitely kind of uh you know, I think it's more. like something like 70% of our population here has been vaccinated, which I feel like is a very high amount. Yeah, yeah. And I am quite shocked at the amount of people that have been vaccinated. And I think it's so beautiful. But as h- dental hygienists, we deal with infectious, infectious, infectious diseases. Infectious. diseases. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I keep butchering all the words. Um, on a daily basis that patients may never tell us about. Um, that they even have or make us aware. And so I feel like it's important to just practice those level of precautionary measures that we have been taking regardless of the situation. I know Mm -hmm. that it made me more aware of things that I could improve on as a dental professional. So I'm very grateful for the wake up call in that sense. Um, Mm -hmm. so I'll take it for that. I think that it pushed me to be a better clinician
0: yeah for sure it opened up a lot of our eyes and what we could improve on for sure
1: yeah like who would have Um, known that a face shield or that our (laughs) face collected that much polish
0: oh yeah like at the end of the day like even like a scrub cap for me like is a must because I remember you know after a perio patient, your hair just feels so filthy with saliva and your face shield like if you look at it at the end of the day all the splatter that's on it it's
1: like crazy okay this is this is probably like a lot but Mm -hmm. is it just me or when you have like perio patients that are really involved Mm -hmm. do you feel like you walk away from the office that day smelling like periodontal disease yes
0: yes because
1: (laughs) I feel so gross like I feel like I I'm I feel like I am walking periodontal disease, so, yeah, I basically walk away like wanting to take a shower the moment I get home and like take everything off. Do you feel the same mm-hmm. way too?
0: Yeah, like I mean, I the second I come home, I just jump into the shower. I don't even hug my son. I don't even touch my husband. <laughs> I, go straight, I go straight upstairs because it's like everything like I yeah, it's 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 yeah, bad, it's right. I, I don't it know if can in Canada
1: you guys have Taco Bell, but once a year, maybe even twice, my guilty mm-hmm. pleasure is going to Taco Bell. But yeah. I look at Taco Bell very differently now because smoker's breath, for some odd reason, some of them, reminds me of the way Taco Bell food smells.
0: <laughs> it, it can smell like that. I'm sure it does, especially <laughs> if you put the hot sauce
1: on it and I remember one time I came home on my lunch and I sometimes I'll see my husband on my lunch and he was like dude you smell like a dental office (laughs) and I was so offended because I like take very good care of my body okay like I take showers every day I wash my body and then it was like I can't control, obviously, if I smell like a freaking dental office. And is it a sterile dental office? Is it periodontal disease that he's smelling? Is it streptococcus (laughs) mutans, like the cavity smell? I just... The
0: anaerobic (laughs) bacteria.
1: Yeah, and I can't (laughs) ask my husband these things because he's never... He doesn't know
0: no no do you do you talk to your husband a lot about dental and does he like understand because when I talk to my husband it just like goes over his head and he's just like All right you know <laughs> like I, I need to talk to somebody about my day
1: I like, don't get it always call my best friend on the way home probably 90 oh, percent of the good. time and so I'm able to vent to her about dental stuff and get that out of the yeah. way but stuff that he does understand i'll vent to him about but it, mm-hmm. yeah it just goes in and over his head he's like i don't yeah. know what you're talking about
0: yeah it, it just it's, it's hard to talk to somebody who's non-dental related to understand what you just went through i know and how you're just so done for the day
1: <laughs> i wanted to ask you something okay mm-hmm. so this is kind of off topic but truth or dare
0: oh gosh let's play game Okay, what's this game about? Just
1: truth or dare. Which one do you want?
0: Okay. Um, truth.
1: Okay. What is something that you do or don't do that is a big dental no-no?
0: What is something that I do?
1: I can tell that you I what I... I do.
0: Okay, what do you do?
1: It's really embarrassing, okay? okay. I'm being very vulnerable right now. My armpits are sweating mm-hmm. because I hate to admit this.
0: Mm -hmm. But
1: sometimes I'll go to bed without brushing my teeth.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I did that once. I did that once. once. This this month, this month, I did do that. I forgot to floss my teeth. Oh, and that like I forgot. I didn't like I didn't forget to brush. I didn't floss like I floss every day. But like that one night I could feel the difference. And I was like, oh, gosh, I feel so gross right now. (laughs)
1: Yeah, my husband goes, how, like, how can you be a dental hygienist and do that? I'm like, look, babe. How
0: did you sleep at night?
1: You know why? I slept like a baby. But.
0: (laughs) Well, you must have because you were that
1: tired. (laughs) Throughout the day, I will say, like, I do brush my teeth in the morning, obviously. And then sometimes, like, when I get back from my lunch to work, I'll brush my teeth again. Yeah. And that's not to make excuses because I know that I obviously eat something for dinner and I should eat after that, too. But Mm -hmm. yes, there has, I'm definitely human. And I've yeah, definitely gone to bed without brushing my teeth. So there's my truth. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. Well, that's
0: good, well I, I'd say mine was the flossing. I didn't floss for one day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. One more. I like Dr. Pepper once in a while. And lately I've oh. had a really bad craving for them. And I've had like two Dr. Peppers a month where I used to do one. I've like...
0: never had Dr. Pepper. What? <laughs> I don't think we even have it out here in Canada.
1: You don't have Dr. Pepper? No.
0: Does it does it kind of like my perception of Dr Pepper is? Does it taste like like cinnamon or something? Or mm. I don't know because like the bottle the, the,
1: the yeah I could red, see right? how the color looks a little bit like cinnamony. Like, yeah, what does
0: it taste like? Like root beer?
1: You know, that, like, I think root beer is a little bit more sweeter, but oh. I would call it a cross <laughs> between Coke and root beer.
0: Okay. Yeah. See, I've never
1: <laughs>
0: had room. I've never had Doctor Pepper.
1: Oh my God. Do you do anything naughty?
0: I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, bad. Like I drink pop. Yeah. But, oh, like, she... I mean naughty as in like dental-wise. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. Um,
1: Yeah, it's okay if you come up with one throughout the podcast. You can just
0: I'll I'll bring it up. You can just confess your (laughs) sins at any time.
1: (laughs) So I know there's like a major difference between here and Canada, and we can go on about it for days. But I know that one major thing is healthcare benefits. Yes. So here you know that it's you got to either pay for your own marry into uh-huh. it <laughs> or there's no other option
0: yeah it's it's pretty crazy I don't know how like I don't know how you guys do it and how you would be working for your health care like I mean that that that's insane if you have like a systemic condition or like a genetic um condition that you would have to pay for that's um here in Canada we have like OHIP like in Ontario's OHIP so we have I can go to the doctor as many times as I want to or walk in clinic blood work x-rays all that stuff I don't really even have to think about it so I I I don't even imagine having to pay like thousands or probably hundreds of dollars for for healthcare
1: yeah, it's it's I mean, just to give you an idea, I was paying about a thousand dollars a month just for Paul and wow. I a month. Wow. And, and that was you. Yeah, together. And um, it was like a very basic middle package. It wasn't mm-hmm. I mean, sure, it was PPO, which you probably don't know what that is, but here it's like a higher end and you could choose your own doctor that you want to go to whereas the other option is hmo and you kind of have to stay in network with just those specific doctors that work for that hmo plan so typically that's a little bit cheaper but that's yeah yeah really neat that your country provides that for you guys
0: yeah we we can we can't we can have access to anything at any time urgent care hospitals but like the thing is is that we do have to wait like I mean if I go to the hospital I'm not seen right away it's triaged so you know the the worst case scenario conditions need to be seen obviously first and mm-hmm. um, I do like you know sometimes the wait time would be a few hours or even overnight <laughs> or you know I mean it could be I would say
1: it's kind of the same way here
0: yeah but like you'd have to pay on top of that yeah
1: exactly you know and
0: then how do you go to work after if you're not feeling well and you know in those cases people will just force themselves to go through the pain or suffer so Mm -hmm. that's yeah no you should definitely move to Canada
1: (laughs) 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 I definitely should I'm actually gonna move to Australia and Canada I'm just gonna like country hop
0: yeah it's yeah it's it's totally different from yeah i guess the u.s my husband's actually american too so he's he's enjoyed the perks of living in canada
1: i'm sure (laughs) he has what a difference that must have been for him oh yeah so you currently (laughs) walk me through your work week where you work work what what is like your week like uh,
0: my week varies, um, but my my standard week is, I used to, okay, I work three days a week right now, so ever since the pandemic um, started, I, and we went back to work, I, I only went back to work three days a week, just because, like, I, I did work four days for, like, many, many, many years, which was, like, the Saturday was my fourth day, and Saturdays, I don't know how it is with you guys, but, like, I don't get a lunch break on Saturdays. I just go straight through most of the time, which I don't like because I need to have my lunch. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I can't sur- I can't survive off of like a-
1: You get hangry?
0: I get hang I get hangry and I go into like low blood sugar <laughs> mode to the point where I'm like, I'm ready to kill somebody if they don't give me like at least ten a minutes. Snack like I need a I need a Snickers or something. <laughs> like, I'm gonna die.
1: I'm the same and, way. I need food.
0: Yeah. I need food and So I I had to cut the Saturdays out also just because I have no one. I I have an eight-year-old son, and um, I have no one really to leave him with at the moment. So it it worked out that way. So I work Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then on Tuesdays and Fridays, I leave open for my other little side gigs that I do, um, which is uh, I work at an independent uh, dental clinic where I work with the denturist. Uh, as a dental hygienist in her wellness center so I'll work there on Tuesdays and Fridays and um, the other job that I have is mask fitting so I'll do fit testing for sorry fit testing for the N95s for any offices that need to be fitted so that's pretty much my week I, I try to keep some days off here and there because it it does get tiring
1: oh I'm sure
0: when I go home it's still work I I still have a family to take care of and it's it's full time overtime when I'm at home so
1: yeah you have two jobs being a mama yeah and working that's that's a lot of work
0: it is a lot of work and as like right now like my my son's in bed and from eight to twelve is like my time Mm-hmm. to just decompress and do whatever I need to do to and catch up. And now I get
1: to steal you during your my time. Your yeah, time.
0: that's a good t- <laughs> That's <laughs> the best time to steal me is anytime.
1: I know. I've caught you at a perfect time. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about on the podcast, because I I truly feel like you're the perfect person for this discussion, and it is how to discuss certain treatments with patients. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like you're so good at executing, like, a conversation or bringing up something that you are concerned about with the patient. And I know that a lot of newer hygienists or maybe even practicing hygienists that have trouble bringing up certain conversations, like night guards, Invisalign, mm-hmm. um, gosh, Bruxism, Recession. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Is there a way that you bring up night guards to your patients? Like, uh, a good candidate for night guards, and do you guys even recommend night guards? I guess is the first question I should ask.
0: Yeah, we we talk about um, night guards, and they're like I talk about diet and um, night guard sleeping habits with my patients because you can see it in their mouth. Like if I see a client, and, and and here in Canada we call patients clients for some reason I think that's another difference but I go both ways so <laughs> with, with um, uh, my clients you can see patients who who do have bruxism like you can see there's dryness in their mouth there's you know attrition there's flattening on their teeth so I'll go go over the conversation like how is your sleeping patterns at night do you wake up frequently and if they say yes and um, do I say, you know, when you wake up early in the morning, do you notice your jaw aching? Then that's another red flag right there. And, uh, or do you chew gum often, right? Like if they're chewing gum often or if their diet has a lot of nuts, um, that could probably trigger a lot more muscle spasms. And, um, you know, if there's a lot more yeses to that, then we'll, we'll look into that further and, um, have the dent, usually the dentist is the one who would, prescribe the night guard appliances. I don't mm-hmm. know if they're, yeah, right? So then we would have that conversation in addition with the dentist. So he would um, support me in whatever I find and we'll, we'll work together that way. And then it kind of, you know, makes the client aware of maybe I am, I don't know. Let me check next time I come in or, you know, we can further assess it with maybe the intraoral camera or the um, iTero that would
1: be helpful. Yeah. I think that it is, a. it's, I often forget to use the iTero as a way to show the patient what I am talking about, or even the intraoral camera. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I feel like I could get better at using the intraoral camera more than I do. Mm -hmm. I tend to put that to the side, but as you were talking and saying, you know, using that to show them that they have signs of bruxism by flattening of the teeth or cracked teeth or re- recession I think that's a great way to prove your point because oftentimes mm-hmm. patients don't see what you see and they think that the mm-hmm. flattening of the teeth is normal
0: yeah
1: they're like but yeah. aren't isn't even that they the way like- that your teeth are supposed to be yeah but yeah. or, I, like
0: sometimes they'll have like those little hairline cracks in their teeth. Yeah, they'll they'll complain of sensitivity and nothing is helping them. Like you would give them all the toothpaste that they have for sensitivity, and none of it is working. So there could be like hairline fractures around the teeth, which could be, you know, most likely from the pressure, right?
1: So. Yeah, exactly. I think as a clinician, it's really important and. One of my bosses actually really pushed me in the beginning of my career to do this. And it's to look at the mouth as an overall um, project Uh
0: Um,
1: and not to be so close to just a cleaning and really looking Uh for things that you see in the patient that could be affecting them on a daily basis. Like, for instance, Uh clenching or grinding can cause recession, recession and recession uh-huh. can lead to tooth sensitivity, right? So, uh-huh. it's kind of like you have to realize that stuff in the mouth is somewhat of a domino effect. When one thing happens and it leads kind of to another. So, it's like why not get the foundation of a, as a whole of the mouth on a good on a good base or baseline? so that they can walk away comfortable or knowing what's going on in their mouth. And I think oftentimes patient or dental hygienists feel intimidated bringing these conversations up because they associate it with selling. But mm-hmm. I I think that we have to stop looking at it as selling. You are yeah. bringing awareness to what's going on inside their mouth.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Do you find yeah, that? A- do you find that like, a lot of people hesitate having conversations besides teeth cleaning questions or conversations. Oh yeah, a
0: lot of times I'm just here for the cleaning and that's it. (laughs) And it's like, well, let me go over, you know, what else I'm looking at and, you know, can I show you what I see is Mm -hmm. what I'll say to them. Like if I say to them, like, you know, this is what I see. So if you smoke, is it like I ask them for permission to let them know that, you know, is it okay if I show you something here that I see that might, you know, you want to look over and see if there's anything that we can make a connection with? And, um, you know, could it be your something in your diet? Could it be your habits? Could it be um, your sleeping patterns, right? Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes you could be a mouth breather and not know it. And especially during the pandemic, a lot of patients I've seen, I'm not sure about you, is that they're coming in with a lot more plaque coated tongues or their <laughs> their plaque is just more abundant, right? And um, I, I asked them, I'm like, it's most likely because of your mask that you're wearing, you're most likely breathing through your mouth rather than your nose. And they're like, Yeah, you know what, you're right. I never thought about that because and and also they're not drinking enough water with their mask on, right?
1: So mm-hmm
0: um they're they're not as hydrated as they're used to.
1: So how do you bring up a patient with a coated tongue and telling them that it could lead to like a (laughs) bad breath so you pull the mirror out and then what?
0: Yeah yeah I'll show them with the mirror I'm like hey did you notice that there's this white coating on your tongue here this is um bacteria that Can continually grow during the day, so um, you know the the patient will say, "You know what? I I use my toothbrush." And I'm like, "Well, that's great, but um, are you aware that there's other tools that are out there that you can effectively remove that plaque?" And they're like, "Oh, I didn't know that." And then I'll I'll have like little demo demo um, tools on the side with like my tongue scrapers and the, the bendable ones. So I'll show them and. I don't really use it on them cuz I don't know where to put it <laughs> but they, they get the they, they get
1: the idea yeah they'll, they get, the they'll idea. get the idea
0: <laughs> right for Just sure idea right and 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 I think when you start with something as simple as a tongue scraper and they can actually see what comes off you build that trust with them and they come back the next time like oh my gosh thank you so much for showing me that tongue scraper I drink so much coffee and my mouth is always dry and I never can have like fresh breath and this tongue scraper was like The best thing ever and then any other recommendation following that just kind of like leads into other things that they might implement right
1: Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree with you more Uh, Mm -hmm. another controversial topic or a topic that I also find that people have a difficult time bringing up is fluoride do you guys Mm -hmm. apply fluoride to your patients or varnish or
0: yeah I apply fluoride varnish and Um, the funny thing is, is that I work at, um, the denture clinic and it's actually a wellness center. So, uh, the denturist that I work with, she's, she's really, really great. Um, she's she practices holistically and, um, a lot of her products that she, she uses in her office are, um, essential oils or fluoride free and, um, even in my other office in my general practice i i will get some pushback like maybe like five percent of patients who are kind of questionable with fluoride and you know this is the best time to like open up that conversation and and as to like why they're hesitant or why it's important and you know, most of the time I find, like, the patients who are hesitant about fluoride are the ones who actually really have a good diet to begin with. Like, they, they're vegetarian or they're more mindful of what they're eating. Um, if I, like, everyone's so individual with what you see in their mouth, right? Like, I mean, you could have a good diet, but then your OH is pretty bad. But, um yeah, it's, it's a conversation that you really have to take with a little bit of, em- like, I don't know how to yeah, say it. Yeah, I think it, you're
1: saying it, right? Empathy. Like, you like have to empathy, be more mindful. Like a bit
0: of em- mindful and, em- like, be a little um, understanding of how their lifestyle is as well, right? Mm-hmm. And there are other options out there that, you know, have a little bit more information uh, as an alternative to fluoride. But also, um, you know, find ways where you can meet them in the middle. And, you know, I try not to push them onto fluoride. If they're already not um, open-minded to it, then I won't really push them. But I'll pick at them. And I'll pick at them until they, you know, because I I see the same patients usually every visit. So I'll pick away at them slowly. I'll, I'll note everything that I've mentioned in their file. But... I, I really do try to make them understand. And, you know, the, the best case that I had was a patient who was, you know, I don't use fluoride toothpaste. And then I was able to apply fluoride varnish. You know, if it was just like that one time, then, you know, let's, let's take baby steps. And, you know, we'll get you working up onto like a daily fluoride toothpaste. Right. Mm-hmm. So little by little, like, I mean, you, you can get through to them, but some you can't and I mean you just gotta respect I guess
1: yeah you win some and you lose some and you just find different alternatives for those types of people that works Mm -hmm. for them
0: you give them like informed consent is pretty much like you know I'm letting you know these are the options that you have and this is why we recommend it and if you don't then this is what's gonna happen if you know there's a higher risk for you then you know we've mentioned it we've documented it then I've washed my hands of what I needed to tell you, so.
1: Okay, so let's Um, role play.
0: mm -hmm. I come in,
1: I have heavy plaque everywhere. Yeah. I didn't, I not only forgot to brush my teeth that night, but I forgot (laughs) to brush my teeth in the morning too. And I hate (laughs) flossing, okay? But every time I come to the dentist, I have cavities. I always need Mm -hmm. a crown. The doctor is like, you need a crown here. You need a crown there. And a root canal here. What can I do?
0: Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you're here today so that we can discuss. (laughs) Um, Well, the plaque buildup is something that needs to be controlled. So what do you do at home that will help reduce that plaque buildup? Like, Do you brush usually twice a day or is this just like a one-time thing?
1: Um, I try to brush in the morning before I go to work.
0: Mm-hmm. And in the evening, it's not at all, right?
1: I would say rarely. Um, okay. Just, like, maybe after I had, like, a piece of chocolate or something. <laughs> okay, or actually, well, uh, when I eat, like, ribs.
0: Okay. Well, that's good that you brush when there's food stuck between your teeth. I would recommend, like, something that would help motivate you to brush a little bit more frequently or better during the day if you're only brushing once a day try an electric toothbrush because an electric toothbrush even if you're using it once a day will do more brushing than you would twice a day but if you can brush try twice a day would be the best because within like 12 hours of not brushing there's more bacteria in your mouth than there are like humans on earth and that alone will help reduce the chances of you developing cavities throughout you know, your visits in between because the longer that bacteria sits there, the more prone your teeth will be to acid attacks. So the, the toothpaste you're using at least once or twice a day will give you that protection that you need. So is there a way that we can work into your day that we can brush one more time?
1: Um yeah i guess like i could work that in i mean i just think i need to make it a habit and be better mm-hmm. about it but let's just say i do buy this electric toothbrush that you recommend yeah um i start using it twice a day is that mm-hmm. it is that all i have to do because honestly like i just don't have time
0: mm-hmm. Well, the electric toothbrush will help get in between those hard-to-reach areas, but also flossing. Even if you're at work, like, maybe grab, like, uh, you know, those little flossers, the, the ones with the, the handles and the, the floss in between. I can show you how to use those, and you can just keep those handy with you. So with your when you're on the go or you have a lunch break or whatever, maybe you can use that in between the teeth. Is that something that you could do?
1: Yeah, I guess I could throw it in my Louboutin purse. <laughs>
0: so I mean you know that 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 would be a goal that we can set and maybe we can follow that up with your next visit and we can um see what else we can incorporate in your 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 day and you know try not to overwhelm yourself with it because it is a lot to have to put yourself into a new routine right so you know maybe just doing brushing like brushing twice a day for now and then work your way into brushing flossing once a day and then you know even adding mouth rinses or um the water flossers those can also be helpful
1: well is there anything that like you can add to my regimen like during our appointment today that'll help me get better with cavities or decrease cavities for me
0: yeah, I could definitely apply like a fluoride treatment. So what is that? That will give you the fluoride treatment is um, I call it a vitamin, but I mean the fluoride. That's funny. Is That's what help. I call it too.
1: Is it, it really? Yeah, I say um, uh, this is a vitamin or nutrient that yeah obviously gives your teeth extra strength and helps decrease cavities. And the one downfall is is I wouldn't eat for about twenty minutes. <laughs> or drink mm-hmm. water it's kind of like my spiel
0: yeah so i would recommend the fluoride treatment and that would help reduce your cavities and to be honest like i tell my patients like my own personal story like i always keep it personal with my patients because like i mean you know i i practice from a place of experience from my own dental care when I was younger, like I was always prone to cavities when I was younger too. And I hated going in for dental treatment, like hated it. And I would avoid coming in at all costs and I would feel embarrassed every time I had a cavity. So um, I would do anything that I could to prevent coming back. So if you want to prevent getting cavities, like, you know, flossing is probably one of the better ways to, you know, prevent the ones that have started from getting bigger or um, continuing to form right so um, also even if you have a dry mouth like I don't know how your mouth is right now but um, if your mouth is dry that can also increase the acidity in your mouth so
1: it's funny (coughs) that you say that I think I do get a little bit of dry mouth Um, I thought that I just needed to drink a little bit more water but Uh it is definitely more apparent than it used to be
0: yeah, so the the risk of your cavities when your mouth is dry would be higher because of the higher acidity levels. So I would recommend maybe uh, adding in uh, any products that have xylitol in it. They come in mint forms, rinses, or... Um, Gums and that can help stimulate your saliva during the day. So, even if you're not able to brush during the day, it's not a replacement or substitute for brushing and flossing, but it can help be another layer onto preventing cavities.
1: Wow, thank you so much for all this information that you provided to me. I'm definitely gonna work on brushing and flossing more often. Um, and hopefully, next time I just won't have any cavities. But yeah, I hope so too. I guess we'll see in six months six we'll try three let's
0: try three and, and then if you're cavity free from three months then we'll squeeze you over into six.
1: Ooh. okay does my insurance cover that
0: well does your insurance cover more cavities I don't know
1: oh shoot that was a good one that go. was a good one okay all right I'll come back in three months
0: yeah <laughs> let's do that and then you know we gotta nip that in the bud
1: thank you thank you you did great round of applause (laughs) (laughs) that was a total karen and we do get those from time to time so we do
0: i i totally i thought you handled
1: that like a pro and you're hired (laughs) our office isn't hiring right now but would you like to join our team don't worry i'll talk to one of my doctors i'm sure he'll be fine that's awesome. <laughs> so you are an Instagram influencer, and I told the crowd a little bit that we met um, through Philips Sonicare as well. Uh, we yeah. did a campaign together. She did it on the Cana- Canadian side, and I did it over here on the U.S., and I enjoyed a really looking... I enjoyed working for Philips Sonicare. I thought that I was able to learn a lot about the company and what the toothbrush has to offer. And it pushed me to be a better clinician because not only am I able to tell a patient, you should pick up a electric toothbrush, but now I know more in depth about what the toothbrush has to offer. And so with that said, aside from that, is that I think it's awesome that as dental hygienist, if we do not want to work clinically, we can kind of dabble into being a social media influencer or a representative for a dental company brand like Sonicare, Crest, uh, Colgate, or any of those companies. And so it's very neat to meet people like you along with other dental influencers that have made a side hustle off of it.
0: Yeah, it's it's great that there's so many options for dental professionals to to work with companies that we you know are supported by, right? So it's uh, it, it's helped during the pandemic, especially when you know offices were closed and uh, there's not really many options for us to work clinically unless it was an emergency. So um, it, it's been great to learn about so many of the the. The care that they put into their product and studies and details, most importantly.
1: Like, um. Hello? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I think I lost you for a sec. Hold on. Okay, so you're in Canada. And what I found really neat about Canada that maybe some of you don't know, or people don't know, is that dental hygienists over there can open up their own practices.
0: Yep.
1: How yeah, does that we can, work?
0: Uh, we can open up our own dental practices, and you can work on your own, like, mobile. So before I worked with the denturist, I, I worked mobile dental hygiene. So I, I worked in a van. A van? <laughs> so a it's like a van, yeah. It's like a van that was equipped with a dental chair, and uh, you're any anywhere you go, you can do dental hygiene. <laughs> so I can pull up to someone's house and and do their dental care.
1: Now, dental can any dental hygienists do that? Uh, do they have to go to school for an extra certain period of time? Um, is it limited to where they can? pull-up for a mobile no.
0: clinic? When, once you graduate the dental hygiene program, um, you can apply for the designation as a self, is what we call a self-initiated dental hygienist. So is it similar to
1: a RDHAP? Yeah, pretty okay. much. Okay.
0: So um, for you to, you you would just apply for that um, designation and you I think you have to have a minimum of two years experience or a certain amount of hours and then you would apply for that and you can work without the supervision or um, order is what they call it of a dentist for for proceeding with treatment so um, yeah I, I, I started doing that like in 2017 and I wasn't sure what I was gonna do with it because I didn't know even know where to start and, um, there was a dental hygienist here in my city of Brampton who, who started her own mobile dental clinic. So I, I worked with her for a few months and learned a little bit about how it works. And it, it was pretty interesting. Cause like, I mean, it, there's a whole lot of logistics to it. Um, you, you have to bring a lot of stuff with you, but with the van, it's really helpful. And, um, there's like an off-site sterilization center that we would go to and decontaminate everything and package everything for the next appointments and um, schedules. So
1: that's very, um, very interesting. I know there is a few RDHAPs. Um, I know Nicole is one of them that I follow on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really know that many RDHAPs. So to hear that, I feel like it's more common in Canada. I don't know why. Um,
0: there's a lot of us who who um, have made the move to to work on their own and you get a lot more freedom. And you get to like, for me, like I chose to do it because I wanted to reach a little bit more of the populations who are unable to come into the dental office. Like, let's say I have a family of like seven and for them to come into the dental office and wait in the chair for how many hours it's it's not practical so if i can go to their home i do their dental hygiene care they're making dinner they're you know getting ready for the day or just spending time with their family it in 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 the comfort of their own home it's so much more convenient and um we do accept insurances as well so it, it it works out for everybody
1: Nice. I love that. that Thanks for sharing that. that with us. I think that so many people will benefit from learning more about this and the differences between both countries is just so interesting. I know we have a few Canadian <coughs> listeners. So I'm sure they'll love to hear how you can further your career or even explore that idea of a mobile clinic.
0: Yeah. Like you you could do mobile. I can work with, um, like for me, I work with a dentist. or you can work on your own. You can open up your own clinic. Like I have a friend who, who opened up her own clinic and she has like a dentist on site and full service. So, um, dental hygienists can do everything pretty much. So it's, uh, it's pretty impressive that, uh, we've got this uh, opportunity to reach more
1: people. So, you know that show by – well, it's not on air anymore. I don't know if you guys had it in your area, but do you remember that show or do you know of the show by Bill – I think Bill Cosby was the host and it was like Kids Say the Darnest Things.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's
1: do Patients Say the Darnest Things. What is something – that patient has said to you that was just so absurd could you think can you think of one off the top of your head
0: oh gosh not off the top so absurd Hmm. well I had I had little kids come in and they're the cutest when they come in they're just so they're so innocent in what they say so you know it's the kids are what what make my day but i don't know what have you heard
1: um one good story was um i had this patient uh she had a partial that was made for her by the dentist probably about a few months before i saw her for her Mm -hmm. teeth cleaning um this patient had approximately i would say about 10 to 12 teeth total okay. in her mouth. And I think the upper, her partial was held on by about three or three teeth on her upper arch. So <laughs> um, mm-hmm. she came in for her appointment. Uh, I asked her to remove the partial. She gave me the partial and I looked in her mouth and did an E&I exam and Made sure all of her tissue was okay. And I noticed lesions on her gum tissue where the dent- the partial was being held. And it was like little sores. Oh. And so I, I took out a mirror and I said, um, have you noticed that you have these sores on your gum tissue? And she was like, yeah, I did, but it's not really a big deal. They looked very painful, Okay very very painful yeah and i knew uh, my gut feeling was telling me that she doesn't ever remove her partial like she just leaves it in 24 7 um she probably brushes her teeth with it on because the plaque was literally caked on where the wiring would be for the partial onto the tooth And so I asked her, I said, do you happen to remove your partial at night when you're sleeping? Mm -hmm. And she looked at me and her eyes like bulged out of her head and she was like, no, why would I ever do that? And I said, oh, well, um, I'm trying to put it in the best terms for you not removing your partial at night is like you going to bed every night with your shoes on and never removing them
0: I say the same thing too like, <laughs> it's like wearing socks all day like and you've been like running
1: and she <laughs> was so offended she was like oh no i don't want to have my teeth cleaned um i don't the doctor never told me that i have to remove that that's so embarrassing like how can i remove oh. it And I was like, look, like, I'm here for you. We're going to get through this together. And at the end of the day, like, we have to save your gum tissue. It needs to breathe just like your feet breathe. Mm -hmm. And you need to make sure that we are washing it properly with your toothbrush. And then there's denture cleaners. You could put it in that. And so I I just gave her, like, the whole spiel. But she was so offended. She was like, how dare you? Like, I would never take it out. Like, she was just so heartbroken at the fact that she had to take that out. (laughs) I think that was one of the oddest conversations. Yeah. Well, I'm sure,
0: like, some – like, I've had patients where they – They have partial dentures and they've never taken it out because like their husband has never seen them without it. And like, they don't, they probably don't even know. Like I had a patient, okay, here's one story is I had a patient who had a denture and the husband didn't even know she had a denture and she was in for her appointment and (laughs) the receptionist was like, okay, so we're going to repair your denture. He's like, what? What? and she was like oh
1: my gosh she's like my husband (laughs) does not know
0: he did not know and it was like the hardest you know conversation to have probably on the ride back home
1: so you can get a fungal infection isn't it called like denture stomatitis i think is the proper word for it or something like that yeah Mm -hmm.
0: or candida
1: candida yes which yeah. I think is along the same lines, right? Mm-hmm. Both of them. Uh, so I think that was another thing that I brought to her attention as well. And she was just not having it. So
0: Well, what did she want you to do? <laughs>
1: um, Not tell her. And she wanted to talk to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he'll tell her the same thing and she'll do it.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he just came in and told her the same thing
0: yeah well, that's good. everybody else is on the same page and then when the dentist comes in that's when they start to you know soften up a little bit and to okay, take it I'll seriously it. <laughs> yeah
1: now you know what you're t- now you know what you're doing. you didn't just right. blurt out something that you don't know no <laughs> all right well, it was such a great pleasure talking to you. We're gonna need to do this again because there's yes. so much to know about you and like dabble into. But I know you got to get to bed. It's pretty late over there, isn't it? It must be like Uh, ten o'clock, right?
0: I think so. Yeah. That's way past my bedtime.
1: I would be a pumpkin by now.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate your time. No,
1: thank you for coming on.
0: (laughs) Get me on the Just Faucet
1: Podcast
0: the just floss podcast
1: you're doing so great with this no thank you i'm i'm (laughs) proud to have you on here i definitely look up to you and i think you're one of the most inspiring influencers out there and i feel so great and honored to call you my friend and so thanks for always being my biggest supporter and love you all the way from cali (laughs) (laughs)
0: all the way from Toronto yeah
1: well guys thanks for tuning in to our podcast today with Jess Wassett and RDH Rachel you can follow her at what's your handle RDH Rachel there you go and she will be glad to answer any of your questions I'm sure she is an influencer as well well it was great chatting with you I love you Tuts, and I I will talk to you soon
0: all right. Have a good night. Thank you so much, Jasmine. You
1: too. Bye, Rach. Okay. Bye. Take care. You too. Bye. 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 Thanks for tuning in again, guys, to my Just Floss it podcast. If you are just tuning in for the very first time on this episode, welcome. I love having you guys. I care so much about my followers and listeners on any of my platforms and if you have any questions or want me to discuss any topics with upcoming influencers, please share with me. I'd be glad to help you. Send me a DM or tag me in your story that you are listening to me and I'd be happy to repost it. I love seeing all you guys listening to Just Floss it. It's so incredible. Um, I just, I wouldn't be where I'm at today without you guys. So thank you. Thanks for tuning in to my podcast today. Follow me on my IG, Just Flossit, TikTok, or even YouTube. Enlightening,
0: honest, and funny. You've been listening to Just Flossit with Jasmine Capra.
1: Keep up with Jasmine at justflossit.com.
0: And follow her on Instagram and TikTok at justflossit. Thanks for listening.
1: I wish you guys the best week ever. Mwah. Bye, guys.